I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm Sanchita Sharma. I'm the health and science editor with the Hindustan Times. Welcome to my podcast, Healthwise. Each episode will bring you up to speed with the top of the mind health, science, and environment issues. You'll hear experts who will help you better understand policy and decipher jargon so that you can make the choices that work best for you. I'm back again talking about coronavirus disease. And guys, I'm going to be talking about this for a while because as we all know, the disease is here to stay. And the more we know about it, uh, the better prepared we are to protect ourselves and also to protect those around us. So recently, there was a survey done in uh, Delhi. And uh, essentially, it showed again that the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which causes coronavirus disease, is much less deadly than it was believed and far more transmissible, which means that it's far more easy to infect others than previously thought. So how we know this is uh, through data released by the National Center for Disease Control, which did a serological testing uh, of a random population sampling in Delhi, which essentially means that the National Center for Disease Control tested over 21,000 people. And this was uh, people selected from across the population, uh, across socioeconomic sectors. And the sampling, the collection was done between June 27th and July 10th. And what they did was they took these blood tests and they tested the blood for antibodies against the virus to find out whether these people had been exposed to the virus, whether they got coronavirus disease in the past. Because antibodies, as we all know, is the way the body fights infection. Our body makes, produces these antibodies to fight invading viruses and uh, neutralize them so that we recover. So people who generally recovered from a disease have antibodies. Now, how long these antibodies last depends on diseases, they vary with diseases, but they are essentially the basic test that is done for even diseases like dengue to see whether people have antibodies against the disease, which shows that they have current infection or past recent infection. So what the serological uh, testing, the antibody testing in Delhi found was that 23.48% of over 21,000 people had antibodies against coronavirus, which essentially means that they had been infected by the virus, they'd been exposed to the virus and they'd recovered from it. And after adjusting it for population, the government said about essentially 23% people had been exposed to the virus. So this kind of prevalence is really high because it's way higher than other metropolises across the world, because according to studies from different cities, New York had COVID-19 serological prevalence of 19.3%, London had 175 Madrid had 113 Geneva had 108 and Tokyo had 0.1%. And if you compare this to Delhi, which is around 23%, that means almost one in four people in Delhi have either uh, have been uh, infected by coronavirus disease 
and recovered. And a lot of these people were not diagnosed, which essentially means that they were either asymptomatic, they did not have symptoms, or they had symptoms that were so mild that they did not even realize that they were sick. And it's really interesting because these, again, were people who would probably be, even if they were not stepping out, even if they were home, even if they were sticking, you know, if they got infected during uh, the lockdown, they would still be with their families. So uh, that essentially means that nobody in that group, in that cluster, got sick enough to be tested. So there's another interesting um, interpretation to this data, because if you extrapolate for the serological surveillance data against the recorded deaths in Delhi, uh, it it shows that the state's COVID fatality rate, that's the number of people who died among the people who got infected, it is 0.08%. So that essentially means that 0.08% people who got infected with coronavirus disease died in the city. And now if you compare it to other coronaviruses like SARS, which is severe acute respiratory syndrome, uh, there the case fatality rate was 9.7%, which means around 1 in 10 people who got uh, SARS died of it. It was 34% for the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome or MERS. The Spanish flu in 1918, uh, uh, the, in the pandemic year, uh, in uh, 1918, uh, the death rate was about 2.5% and for H1N1, it was 1.3% during the pandemic year 2009-2010. So what this essentially tells us is the new coronavirus, according to these, these results, may be far less deadly. But again, it is less deadly because it's infecting a lot of people. So what we are seeing here is a lot of us may not be able to escape infection, but all we have to do is be careful. We have to stick to wearing our masks. We have to uh, ensure social distancing for a while to make sure that uh, vulnerable people around us don't get infected, even if we are protected. And that way we can actually keep the death rate down because as we all know, uh, we have enough beds uh, in several states that have uh, have see, seen a big surge in infections like Delhi and Mumbai. Uh, we have enough ventilators in uh, several places. So there's really no shortage of beds, no shortage of ventilation as long as people get, get diagnosed. So what we really have to ensure is if we have fever, we have to uh, keep uh, isolated, keep away from others uh, so that we don't infect others. Uh, if, if people are sick, we have to get tested. We have to ensure that uh, if their uh, if their condition rapidly deteriorates, and in this in this infection and in coronavirus disease, we've actually seen that people plummet from a stable situation to collapse very soon. So, uh, in fact, initially in Delhi, one of the reasons why the death rate was so high was also because about forty percent deaths were happening in the first twenty four hours of people getting hospitalized, which essentially means that they were either not getting tested in time or they're reaching hospital too late when it was very difficult for doctors to stabilize their condition. So you have to catch it early. If it's mild, stay isolated at home. If your fever is over 101, 102 for a couple of days, it's best to quickly get tested and ensure you have care so that you uh, do not become severely ill and end up in an ICU because we have to protect ourselves till we get a vaccine. Uh, now, uh, when you're talking about one in four people being recovered, does it mean that Delhi has herd immunity? Uh, well, it's a little too early because as uh, most experts say that for herd immunity, which is essentially population immunity, which means that when most people have got infected, uh, there are not too many vulnerable people around you to infect. So uh, most people stay protected against a big viral infection. But in this case, as we know about the immunity is about 25%, which means that we're still far away from 
herd immunity but again there's a very interesting take on this we have something uh, called the immunological dark matter according to dr carl friston who is a neuroscientist in at the university college of london and according to him he says about 50% people are really have natural immunity against disease so so i mean these are people who may be exposed to a virus but for multiple reasons it could be because of cross immunity from previous coronavirus infections because as we all know there are there are seven coronaviruses which infect uh, humans of these one is sars and mers and uh, covid of course and four coronaviruses usually cause very mild uh, symptoms of cold and these are infections we get about four to six times a year and you get a cold you recover on your own they are self limiting so you don't really need medication for them so there could be some amount of cross uh, immunity natural immunity that indians have it could just be natural geographical isolation that a lot of people are not really stepping out in areas where uh, you know there are many other infected people around but for whatever reason if about 50% of the population is protected because of of uh, this immunological dark matter which is this unexplained reason why they haven't got infected and about 25% have been exposed to the virus so effectively according to dr dilip mavlankar who's the director of the indian institute of public health in gandhinagar he says the 25% uh, prevalence and 50% natural immunity would essentially mean that at least 70% of the population has some kind of immunity against covid-19 so yes officially we are not at the herd immunity level but unofficially it may just be that we have actually crossed the hump uh but again then as 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 we all know there are lots of buts in this uh studies in the west have shown that uh, uh the antibodies against covid uh, start deteriorating after 3 months so we still don't know whether the protection will be there uh, another 3 months from now so like i said we have to uh, maintain social distancing we have to continue wearing masks for a while and just hope that we do not get a big wave of infection uh, later this year and we stay protected against coronavirus disease if you still have any queries or would like me to cover a certain health topic do feel free to reach out to me you can reach me at sanchex that is at s a n c h x or at ht smartcast we are available on facebook twitter and instagram for more such podcasts log on to htsmartcast.com until next time goodbye This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.